We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are joined this morning by the Senior Vice President and the Executive Director of the American Heart Association, Melissa Edwards. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here with you, Sarah. Now, when you think about heart disease, or at least when I think about heart disease, and I think about heart attacks, I don't think about two women having a conversation. I think about my grandpa. And that is the first mistake that a lot of women make, is they think that heart attacks is something that your dad or your husband have, and that's not the case because cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women, more than all forms of cancer combined. Let that sink in for just a minute because that was shocking for me to read, even more shocking to say it out loud, Mel, to you because, like I said, the people in my life that I know had heart attacks were both of my grandparents. We don't think about it being women. But let's think about the factors, stress, diet, and lifestyle. And moms, we don't take as good a care of us as we do everybody else in our life. We do not. It's called the burnt toast syndrome. Give everybody else the better piece of toast and we'll eat the burnt one. Mm-hmm. Not taking enough time for our own health. Um, you know, while cardiovascular disease does not cause menopause, menopause can make it more challenging with cardiovascular disease because your body's naturally slowing down. So that's where knowing your numbers is really critical. Now, when you say knowing your numbers, what numbers do you mean? I'm talking about your cholesterol. Oh, I got that one. They said that was high. I'm working on it. Okay. Blood pressure. Yeah, they talked about that one. That one's high too. I'm I'm working on that one. Yeah, I would think that would be a little high for you. Yeah. Uh, Then also your blood sugar. Okay, I don't know that one. So you need to know your blood sugars. That's why there's a really distinct correlation between cardiovascular disease, and diabetes. Now, this is probably going to sound, I don't want to say dumb question, maybe an obvious question with an obvious answer. Is this something that when we go for our yearly physical to our doctors, they look at all of this stuff? Because it sounds like to me this is something you'd have to take blood for. You do need to ask for a blood test. Okay, so it's important when we're making our annual, because we're at that time, we're making our annual exams with your general practitioner Say, hey, listen, I want to get a blood test. I want to check all these levels. And then obviously another maybe obvious question with maybe an obvious answer. Do they give that to us in our my chart? Because I may have gotten this done once or twice. But again, with my heart, it's always been when things got bad that I realized something was wrong. And that's where I learned the hard lesson of it's better to be proactive when it comes to heart health than reactive when it comes to heart health. It is because it's that simple attitude of, We didn't know you had this before, so now all we can do is monitor and see what happens 
from now. And for me personally, I really didn't want to become a chemistry set. No, and I understand that. So I'd rather know proactively, and that's that empowerment. As women, we need to empower ourselves with education and asking for the information. And we need to know the questions to ask because just with you right now, Mel, I'm coming up with questions in my head to ask my doctor when I go to my next visit because, like I said, when it came to my heart health, I didn't know until I was hooked up to machines at a hospital that maybe I should have said something before. Shortness of breath, pain in your back, tingling in your arms. I know that everybody's saying when you have those, how could you not know? When they come in small spurts and they go away, you think to yourself, maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. Or you try to convince yourself, that's not me. That's not it. And that's exactly what happened to me. And it wasn't until... I was being driven to the hospital that I thought to myself, should have said something. You don't want to be in that position. So what are the early signs that maybe it is something that you should check out besides knowing your numbers? Well, so that would be rapid heart rate. Um, Do you have high anxiety? Are you having trouble sleeping? Um, You know, your digestion, all of those things play into that. Um, I am of menopause age, so I am reading up on everything. Everything you need to know as we go through the next chapter of our lives. Let me tell you, everything's about menopause. So no matter what they try to tell you. But in that, it is a lot of how well am I sleeping, my stress. Um, You know, how well am I finding the ability to get physical activity. It is harder as you get older, and especially during covid the gyms were not open, if you were lucky enough to be able to go walking around outside. But at a minimum, women should have 150 minutes a week of moderate exercise, and they're not getting it. And what is that definition of moderate exercise? I was just getting ready to ask that. <laughs> I knew you were. For those of you that are listening, I was just, well, because I think people think exercise, and they think I have to go to the gym, I have to do this. But you say moderate exercise. We're not asking you to run a half marathon or a marathon. What do we define as moderate? Your heart rate needs to stay elevated for 150 minutes over that week. Okay. So, so taking a brisk walk. Brisk walk up and down the stairs, something that you are getting a little out of breath. That would be moderate exercise. Another thing, Mel, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, keep me honest here, but we spend a lot of our time during our day for eight hours, some people more, at an office sitting. It's very important to move in those moments and take a break and at least get up and walk around. If you don't drink coffee or anything like that, at least get up and move in your office. That's extremely important too, right? Absolutely. I have a stand-up desk. I bought that little foam rubber mat to go underneath my feet. My (laughs) friend Fallon's husband just bought one, and I was like, he looks like a snowboarder. But he said that it's so helpful in keeping him moving while he's standing. It does help. And because most of your office floors are concrete with the... You know, a little bit of carpet on them. Whatever they want to call that, that mat. Yes, we'll call it a mat. Mat. You need some kind of a cushion on your feet, and that makes you more comfortable, and then it helps also your posture, which then plays into your ability to move around more easily. If you think about it, when we sit down, we most of us, I used to tell my daughter, your rib cage was like a cage in your little birdie. And so when she would collapse and have poor posture, it's like, you're killing your birdie. 
Oh, that's a good way to think of it. So she never wanted to kill her birdie. Yes. So standing up tall. Well, we do the same thing when we sit. Well, then that, in fact, you know, impacts your blood flow. Then, of course, that's your digestion and then how things are moving. So right. making sure you're getting that rib cage out, you're keeping your birdie alive. You've got good posture, good posture, which you can't see, Mel. And I've known Mel for years and years. And one thing that I have envied about you, Mel has great posture. And when I sit next to Mel anywhere, I immediately like check myself because I'm like, she does sit up straight. Your mom told you that from a small young age. Sit up straight. And you're like, I don't want to sit up straight. Trust me, if you can hear the sound of my voice right now, sit up straight. That is a trained behavior. Your body eventually adapts to it. And especially because we're hunched over computers and we're hunched over our phones, we start to curve that way also. And it's very difficult to to fix that later on in life. So yes, keep your birdie well. Well, you don't. And women already, right? So our bones become more brittle earlier in life. Yes. So if you're having that curved spine, those curved rolled shoulders, it's even harder. So you are reshaping your body when you stay there for multiple hours, days upon day. Let's normalize menopause real quick. I think that women start to think about menopause as a time in their life that's over and a definition that they're old. And I am so sick and tired of society working so hard to try to make women feel old. Men are seasoned. Men grow greater with age. They're like a fine wine. Ladies, you are too. Menopause is just a stage in your life that you are hitting at this point. It's like a midlife crisis for your man, okay? When he shows up at a convertible, he's having his moment. When you're having hot flashes, you're having yours. It should not be something that women should hide or be embarrassed about, or be afraid to talk about it. I thought about it the exact same way when I was going through my fertility journey. So many women are afraid to talk about that journey in their life because they feel embarrassed or judged by it. I got news for you. When I hit menopause, I'm going to make shirts. I'm going to get a bumper (laughs) sticker on my car. I'm going to let the world know because I'm not embarrassed as I continue to grow older. And I don't think any other woman should be embarrassed to grow older too. Growing older is a privilege, not a curse. You are blessed to have another day. You're blessed to have another year. Embrace that moment in your life and be proud that your body is working its way through this next progression in your life. And like you said, Mel, it is a time again to reassess our health because our bodies are changing and we're going to have to look at that in our health and what can we do to transition our bodies into that next chapter. Well, exactly. Everything that you just said is empowering ourselves to normalize what is a natural occurrence in our bodies. And some of that where you were talking about the incident where you kind of took those isolated events and thought maybe they're not that bad. We've also normalized weight gain, lack of activity, and all the aspects of menopause as normal. Yeah. And that makes us overlook them. And we think, okay, well, I've gained some weight. It's just normal. It's menopause. Instead of, but am I still getting my minimum, you know, 150 minutes of moderate exercise a week? Right. Am I enjoying a little bit more of a glass of wine during the week than I normally did? And being in control of our body and not thinking it's just normal But going back to our doctors, knowing our numbers, and being in control. And looking at the situation for what it is. And you brought up a really good point, too. I think when you talk about weight, people can get very polarized by that word in general. Um, As someone who has struggled with her weight 
a majority of her adult life, I it was a very difficult battle for me to accept that in high school I was this size. I am never going to be that size again. That time in my life has changed. What I find helpful is when I go to my doctor and he looks at me and we run all my tests. Does my doctor say I'm healthy? Stop looking at the scale. Don't ignore it, but stop judging yourself by that and make sure that your doctor feels that your lifestyle is healthy because they went to school for that. Okay, they know what they're talking about. I don't go into the mechanic and tell them to fix my car. I'm not going to the doctor and being like, I hear what you're saying. But I Googled this and and feel me on this. What do you think about what the Internet says? I think it's a, a way for women and men to look at where we are in a society when it comes to our weight. And we need to make sure that our weight is healthy on both sides because you can be unhealthy skinny and you can be unhealthy overweight. And we've got to be able to find that balance for you because Mel, you and I are never going to be the same size. We're two different people with two different metabolisms. Mel looks like she's 25. Mel takes care of herself. You cycle, you exercise. You are very good about the foods that you eat. I, on the other hand, tend to indulge in some things, but my doctor still says at the end of the day, now I'm healthy. But Mel, what I did learn When I went to the doctor for those signs that I was ignoring, I was uh, explaining them away Mm -hmm. instead of accepting the reality of the situation I had gotten myself into. And there are hard changes you have to make in your life and to accept that, no, I'm not 21 anymore and things that I could get away with at 21, I can't at 40. No, no. (laughs) Well, they're not, right? Everything changes. It does. Everything changes. And I think, I will tell you, I have not stood on a scale in 20 years. And when I go to the doctors, I don't even look. And I tell, I don't and I tell the nurse, make, don't tell me. Why is that the first thing they make you do? How come we can't say hi first? Why is it always let's <laughs> step on the scale? How come we can't at least say hi first? Can we have a snack, an hors d'oeuvre, and then I'll step on the scale? It is. You are right. It is a very rude way of welcoming yes. me into this conversation about my health. Yes. Right? I don't You've bring already people my house anxiety. as a guest. I'm like, hi, welcome to my house. Let's all clean something, and then we can sit down and enjoy our day. We need to start changing that up. That's the only advice I would give to a doctor. Let's weigh ourselves somewhere in between. I agree. You know, it's like you weigh, and then you want to take my blood pressure, and then I'm, you've you already created a very anxious, driven moment for yes. me. Yes. So no wonder it's a little high. And maybe the thought of it is, <laughs> let's get this out of the way first, and we don't have to think about it. But then the whole time we've done it, the whole time I'm there thinking about, I wonder if he thinks that my, my weight was healthy today. <laughs> but, I mean, you haven't stepped on a scale in 20 years, but you know that you're healthy because you've listened to your doctors, and you know. And you know the fact that nearly 70% of adult women in the U.S. are overweight or obese, and that 150 minutes per week can change that. Is it going to change it in a day or a week? No, but you can't get distracted and you can't lose your motivation just because we have lived in a society for so long that gives you instant results. This is something that actually takes time. It does. So that's loving yourself through that transition by staying on top of your numbers and what is right for your body yeah, and not in a comparison way. The other part of that is cardiovascular disease. You cannot look at an individual and know whether or not they have hypertension. You would be shocked. We have an amazing story of a survivor. She was 23 years old and she had a stroke, a massive debilitating stroke. So it's not... If I look like this, I will have this. It is you have to know your body. You have to go to your doctor. You have to share 
are you having some symptoms? Are you having some things? And don't press it When they it off. ask you questions, yes. you need to tell the truth. How many drinks do you have a week? Spoiler alert. They know when you're lying. So just be honest with your doctor. <laughs> They're not there to judge you. They are there to give you what is best for your health. They are there. And they want to help empower you. Yes. So take the information and not only use it for yourself, but share it with your loved ones. Share it with your mother, share it with your aunt, share it with your daughter, your daughter's friends. Um, you know, the other silent killer is that of stroke. So nearly 60% of stroke deaths are in women. You can get all the information about everything that we've talked about at heart.org. Again, that is heart.org. You will see the American Heart Association all about here in the Houston area. You guys are very active within the Houston community. And we thank you so much for taking the time out this morning. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.